0: Hello, my name is Father Edward Looney, and you are listening to the podcast, How They Love Mary, a podcast that I hope will either be the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. Longtime listeners of the podcast know that I love films. Sometimes we get little extra content episodes if I had the opportunity to interview a director, like I did last week of uh, the the director behind the new movie, The Shift, which is in theaters now. And uh, you can catch that from Angel Studios, wherever movies are playing near you. But of course, we're in the season of Advent now, and it's a very popular time for people to watch Christmas movies. And in fact, Christmas movies have been playing on television for the month of November, maybe even started in October. I'm not really sure. You know, we know these Christmas movies. There are great channels out there like uh, Great American TV or Hallmark. We know that the streaming platforms put out their own Christmas shows Christmas movies as well and so kind of they always have that familiar storyline I have to admit I like Christmas movies and I found another priest that does too and so today I'm very excited to be having that conversation with Father Randy Maddox uh, who is a priest of the Archdiocese of Atlanta and according to his Twitter profile he is a Catholic priest a lover of Christ in his church supporter of family television And it is only entertaining if it moves us toward the good. And so that's something I'm very passionate about, always trying to find the Christian message, even in secular movies. How can this inspire us towards living the life that God wants us to live? I think he has that same vision and mission as well in his movie watching. And so I'm very happy to welcome Father Randy today to this conversation on the podcast. So thanks so much, Father, for taking time out of your life as a pastor to join me
1: oh thank you father Edward, for having me yeah it's a wonderful topic and i i love christmas movies and i've been involved in supporting uh family tv for a while just as a as a fan and on social media so it's uh it's great to be here to talk to you about it
0: yeah you know i have this background kind of these days in film as well and uh you know it's just something i've always enjoyed personally and i i remember my early days as kind of a columnist for different websites I would often write a movie review here or there. And I remember the very first one I wrote. It was on Oz, the Great and Powerful, came out in 2013. I went, watched it, and I thought to myself, I have to go back and watch this again because there's something that we have to talk about in this movie. And uh, I just thought there was so many parallels to the scriptures. And uh, I was just very moved by it. Now, interestingly enough, in that movie review, Uh, that website, like it crashed. And so it crashed as a part of it. And is it available? Except I do have a copy of it in my email that I I keep around just since it was the first one that I ever wrote. But I I started watching film and movies uh, a a while back. And uh, I would typically, you know, just bring a notepad to the movie theater, jot down some notes I'd write afterwards. So I'd go on opening day or Saturday, Sunday, right around opening weekend, and then write the piece. And then it kind of morphed into something else and that these people notice these reviews and they're like oh would you like pre-screener links and so that was a, a new phenomenon for me and so uh just to actually uh last week uh i saw the boys in the boat it releases on christmas day i went to a pre-screening in chicago so not a link had to go to an actual theater but uh, just, uh, it's been something I thoroughly enjoy. Film, uh, I think when done well, tells great stories that can move and touch the heart. And that's been your experience too, I think.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, film's a wonderful medium and really does tell great stories. And, you know, so many stories are not great, not edifying for the human condition so oftentimes. And so it's it's nice to support companies and, and um, producers and directors who do work to make uh film that is um, either faith-based or open to faith and but in in some way is encouraging us toward toward uh toward higher things you know
0: uh in the intro i kind of mentioned i like christmas movies and maybe this is the part of the confession bless me father for i've sinned i like watching some of these movies and. Uh, for for Christmas and you know we all know that's that familiar plot and it actually struck me one year and it, I preached my Christmas homily on it. I was actually kind of stricken with an illness right before Christmas. Uh, this was maybe back 2018 or so, I would think 2019, and I was watching these Christmas movies. Like a Christmas Inheritance had just come out. It was on Netflix, I think. And then there was like one about. a a king or a queen and christmas and and so i was just watching all of these christmas movies and you know maybe it was the delirium of being ill or whatever but i i kind of realized i'm like wow this is kind of like the story of the incarnation because we know the story and the plots of these christmas movies that you know two unlikely people meet they kind of begin to slowly fall in love And then there's something that drives them apart, so a wedge that happens there. But then in the end, they come back to friendship and and fall in love, and it ends with a kiss or whatever, right? So so this is the story of the incarnation, I think, that you know, two unlikely people, so us and God, so God creates us. And so we pursue God, and God is pursuing us. And then there's this, this wedge that's driven in between us, and so that's sin, our choice to reject God and then we come back to God at the very end. And and he, he doesn't stop pursuing us. Maybe we've stopped pursuing him, but something moves us then to come back to the Lord. So I really thought that the Christmas stories capture, in a sense, the message of the incarnation. I love
1: that. I've not heard that, but that's a great, great analogy. I think that's perfect because God does. He, he never gives up on us. And even though we may you know, stray, and uh, he's still there for us to come back, and and in the end, it's a it's a happy ending, and and it's beautiful. And all this so these movies have great stories of family and family ties, and the importance of family during the holidays, and um, and so all these things. I just think uh, I always enjoy them. I and they do oftentimes have a familiar plot line, but um, sometimes you get a new story here and there. But they all tend to follow around. Uh, love, like you say, and family, and uh, and the joy of the holidays. And so I always find them very inspiring, and they get me ready for, I mean I love Advent, and I love the, the season of Advent of preparation, but these movies prepare me, help to prepare me for celebrating Christmas when the time comes as well.
0: Yeah, so uh, the other day, actually, on social media, probably because I comment, interact on different things uh, on social media, related to Christmas films and such, uh, this was from the Hallmark Channel, and it was like maybe a page called hallmark channel fans by the list that's the page i screenshotted it and there was an article and it said all the reasons people love to watch hallmark movies and and kind of the the uh little blurb they gave uh above the article was where dreams come true and love conquers all so so maybe that's the reason why people like these movies dreams are coming true love conquers all and we know again going back to the incarnation love conquers all Jesus born as an infant Jesus reigning gloriously from the tree as the king of life who defeats death and gives us eternal life. So um but I am very curious because uh, as as I started to follow you on social media whether that was Twitter and then I know you're on Instagram too uh that that I noticed kind of you have this great affinity towards this channel called the great Amer- great American family channel I think or you, you could yeah. call- yeah so I'm just curious what's your relationship to that channel? How did you uh you know become so invested? because a lot of people always just talk about Hallmark movies. and I know there's the divide that some of the, the you know so some actors, actresses from Hallmark were kind of upset about different things and so they kind of abandoned them and then maybe went to this other company. Uh, and started their own Christmas uh, channel, etc. So, so tell me a little bit about the channel, about your relationship with them, because because you tweet a lot about their content.
1: Yes, I do. I follow um, Great American Family and their movies. Their movies are um, particularly open to faith, so you see a lot of faith content in them, a lot of references to to God and to. A prayer and to Jesus and all the, and, and, and that. And so I, I've really been so appreciative of um, Bill Abbott, who used to be at Hallmark, and then he started his own company. And um, he's been very open to faith and, and specifically just the natural expression of faith in the movies. And so I've been so appreciative about that. So when I heard about that he was forming this company, I was really very excited. And so I reached out to him and just to thank him for the endeavor and the whole project. And, uh, and he was very appreciative of that. So we've just kind of um kind of you know corresponded and um uh, so i do some videos for them for great american community which is one of their media outlets okay and uh we also do a book club with them uh that we we uh, have a book club on a variety of different books and uh so that's once a month and uh and so for for the when they, we have a premiere of one of the new movies I'm always out there trying to promote it, and they're really wonderful. I mean, I've, these have been some of the best movies I've Christmas movies that I've seen, so I've been very, very excited about it. So, so I do. I get out there and I, I, uh, I, I tweet as we watch the movies, and it's a whole lot of fun because there's a whole group of people who are watching the movie and commenting on the different aspects of it, and I really enjoy that.
0: Well, that's wonderful, and uh, yeah, I know for me, I can watch these movies. I don't have cable, actually. Uh, and so, but I subscribe to almost every platform, so maybe it would be better to have cable. But there's there's this uh, service called Philo, and uh, it's basically like all the channels. You pay 25 bucks a month, but it basically automatically TiVos any show, and you can recall it and watch it at any time. And so, so I've had the pleasure of watching some shows that have premiered already uh after the fact and taking them in and and enjoying them so so that's kind of the way that that i've been able to watch uh some of these films so i'm curious like as you talk about great american family channel uh are there are there other networks like do you watch any of the hallmark do you watch the netflix uh specials on christmas or or are you pretty much allegiant uh, to them
1: yeah i used to watch um other ones but pretty much now i just i i i enjoy so much what he's what they're doing over there with great american family that i pretty much just stick with them Uh, not that there's not great movies on other networks and all that sort of thing but i've just been so impressed by their devotion to or commitment to to faith and -hmm. family that um, i want to really support them so and it's it's, like i said the, the movies have been great so i've really really enjoyed it and i think it's been time well invested for me so
0: yeah, so uh, obviously you're a priest, I'm a priest, we have busy lives. Sometimes in the evenings we have council meetings or different events that might take us away. So you, maybe you also do the TiVo, I'm not really sure. Uh, oh, yeah. but Absolutely, uh, yeah, absolutely. For, yeah, I can't always make the premieres. Uh, I try
1: to, but um, I can't always uh, do them, or sometimes I can only do a little part of it. But, um, yeah, I'll always watch him later as soon as I can the next day, usually.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so I guess, you know, my point here is, is that sometimes I get criticized, like, oh, I can't believe you as a priest have so much time to, you know, watch a movie or do all these things. Like, they 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 think maybe, you know, you should be in the chapel praying more or you're not doing all your duties because you're enjoying uh, watching a movie and doing this other, you know, watching – carelessly these things so so how do you respond to a critic like that because obviously you and i we're watching at seven o'clock eight o'clock at night we've done our prayers we've done our ministry this is just us you know trying to to relax into the evening and then you know to to find a, a little moment of peace and relaxation and rest uh before going to bed and starting it all over again the next day so how do how should you and i respond to those critics
1: well, i think that's just it you know i we we do work hard all day long and we're available
0: all the time 24 7.
1: and we do spend plenty of hours in prayer i certainly spend many hours of prayer a day as well as mother um work in the office and with counseling and mass and the sacraments and whatnot but yeah i think it's important actually that we have an outlet where we can't just relax do what we enjoy whether it's a hobby um watching uh, good movies, whatever it may be, uh, in order to relax and kind of allow ourselves to wind down a little bit so that we refresh the next day. So I think these kinds of things are good, you know, and, um, and uh, it certainly has been helpful for me as an outlet, a different kind of outlet uh, from from parish life for just a little bit of the
0: day. So here's another criticism that I, I can only imagine has been uttered and said, and my secretary is guilty of it, actually, to be honest. But. but you know. <laughs> She's like, Father, I, I just don't understand this. You, you watch for me at least. She's like, you go to all these different premieres for for big movies, and I just can't. I can't believe that you like these Christmas movies. Like, why? Why do you like these Christmas movies? So, so you know, maybe some people would think this is outside the genre that a Catholic priest should be watching or whatever. Again, like, how should you and I respond to that critic who thinks that this is a bad choice of of movie to be watching?
1: Well, I think um, I mean I know for myself I try to you know I want to support those Christmas movies that do support the true meaning of Christmas, you know, the faith element, and uh, and I think it's important that uh, even as clergy that we are supporting um, media that does influence the culture in a positive way. So I think uh, you know it's actually part of my I guess outreach is to to encourage television that that um, is is positive. You know, and so um, Christmas is a wonderful, obviously a wonderful season and holiday, and we want to uh, recognize the, the great joy, the gift that we have in the birth of Jesus. And so to encourage uh, different production companies to make content that is faith friendly, I think is very, very important because it's very easy for it just to become overly secularized and just to take the faith part out of it, which we see a lot. And so, um, and I, I personally want to. I'm constantly encouraging. Let's bring faith back. Let's make sure we're talking about the real meaning of Christmas. And uh, and so, it's really very uh, a joyful thing for me to see some of that stuff coming to fruition these days.
0: Yeah, and even in some of the secular films that maybe don't necessarily reference God or have a faith element to it, what I personally notice is like I think you can extract faith components to it so uh I'll, I'll use this one as an example there was a, a movie on the Hallmark channel I just saw kind of the poster for it floating on social media I'm like oh you know I kind of would enjoy watching that storyline and so uh it was called uh oh gosh the holiday road trip maybe or something like that holiday road essentially these people are stranded at the airport they rent a car Uh, And they basically drive 20 hours to get to where they want to go to spend holidays with the people they love. And, and so there's something in this, you know, all the different people coming together. And uh, there was just one scene that immediately what my mind went to, you know, you have this older gentleman, the the technology isn't working, the the phone, the maps. So he's like, I'm going to show you youngsters, you know, how we used to do it. So he goes in and he gets a map. And like, for me, in my mind, I immediately equated this to evangelization, for example. Like, you know, we always talk about doing evangelization with the new art, with new means and new ways of reaching people and all this. But sometimes the old isn't bad, you know, like we can have recourse to the old. And so just a simple scene in in a Christmas movie made me immediately, you know, for whatever commentary I might give on that at a later date, that's what i thought of and i'm like oh so i could find an element of faith and 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 culture there uh corresponding and relating so um that's something i guess i personally enjoy uh when it comes to these christmas movies yeah
1: i think that's great i think that's very true i think you there are um you know kind of elements that reference uh, faith that may not be explicit, but that we can certainly glean from them. And I think that the whole idea of, you know, the the, the tried and true is good, too. The brand new and high technology stuff is fine. But, you know, tried and true techniques for navigating is an important thing. I think a lot of people don't even know how to read a map,
0: a paper map anymore, you know.
1: So those things are great.
0: So you've been watching some of the movies already, releasing through Great American Family Channel. Uh, One of the big names with uh, Great American Family is Candace Cameron Bure. Um, People know her from Full House. Uh, So she, I think, maybe is in several of these movies, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, well, what are some of your favorites so far this season uh, that you've already seen? yeah actually her movies
1: uh, came out this weekend this past weekend for thanksgiving and her movies were really really excellent I thought i mean she did had one with veterans as a veteran story and that was on on friday and then uh last night um uh there as a movie and i it was called i I can't remember the, off the top of my head um but it' was four generations of um of women. So from the great grandmother to the great granddaughter and how they experienced Christmas. And, uh, and it was really, really, it was a very touching story of family. It was really, really nice. And um, so there's been lots of um, movies like that uh, from great American family and and I've really enjoyed them. But those are the two that come to mind. Um, there was one with Lori Loughlin, uh that she did one that was about serving in a food kitchen providing meals for for those who are in need. And that was a beautiful kind of expression of service around the Christmas time. So a lot of these movies have uh wonderful messages and uh and they've just been very encouraging to watch. So those are probably my my top three. There was also one by Michael Damien and his wife um and it was uh let's see uh Christmas Christmas waltz and Christmas Paris waltz or Christmas waltz yeah. in Paris. It's how these names uh, the titles of these movies are um, I don't have them in front of me, but, um, and that was a really beautiful movie, uh, just about a dance competition and, and a romance with a dance. And it was just beautifully filmed and, uh, it was just wonderful. So, um, you know, all kinds of different, uh, different scenarios and different settings that make these Christmas movies special, I think.
0: Yeah. Are you aware of any movies on Great American Family Channel that are coming up that you're like, this is one that I must see. I want to watch it.
1: The, um, let's see, I'd have to look and see which ones, um, the, the schedule again coming up. I know this past weekend was a big one. There was a lot of them. Danica McKellar had one, um, that was a, um, a kind of a royalty one, which was really, really well done. And, uh, so that was like, they're a really big one this past weekend. I'll have to look and see what is coming up. Uh, I haven't checked that yet, but, um, they, all of their movies this year have really, really been amazing. So, um. So I'm looking forward to to the rest of them. I think there's I'm not sure how many premieres are left. We've we've gone we're over halfway. Um, so I'll have to see how many are left. But so um, then do
0: they do replays then throughout the rest of the year? Do they use other ones or for the rest of the Christmas season? Or do they intersperse movies from last year? Or how how do they finish out their programming schedule, I guess?
1: Yeah, so they'll replay the movies, and then they do have their own library of other movies that have aired in previous years, and so they'll fill out um, the, the scheduling that way. They are 24-7 for Christmas, you know, these days, and uh, so they've they've been, this is their third season, and um, so they've got a pretty good library now of movies, and they, uh, so that fills out the time. But the, so they, they'll, you know, so you always have an opportunity to see the movies, for sure. And then um, they also, some of them they'll put on uh, Great American Pure Flicks so you can see them on their streaming service as well
0: okay that's that's good to know and uh now let's talk a little bit about some of the Christmas classics right so so you immediately think about Christmas movies home alone uh Christmas movie or a movie that takes place during Christmas uh you have of course all of the the Charles Dickens uh versions of a Christmas Carol uh the different takes on it Uh, There are lots of other uh, Christmas movies. I guess I'm kind of blanking right now as I'm speaking. Uh, I I know, for example, our kids at at our Catholic school uh, for our Christmas parade, they're doing the Polar Express. The Town Christmas Parade is all about Christmas classic movies. And uh, so we're doing the Polar Express, and I'm going to be the conductor on the float. So, uh, you you know, I, I just... Uh, what, what are some of the, uh, Christmas classics that you think maybe are, are must sees or are there any classics you watch every year?
1: Um, <laughs> you know, one of what I, I love is the Christmas story. Cause it reminds me of being a kid. Uh, <laughs> my, my brother had those glasses on and my, my first name's Randy. And so that's, that's one that we always watch is a Christmas story. You know, you'll shoot your eye out and all of that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there's, gosh, there's so many of them and, um, What's the, what's the one that everybody watches every year? I can't even think of the name of it off the top of my head. Um, he go, you know, he shows what life would have been if, if he had not oh, been. Oh, it's a
0: wonderful life. A
1: wonderful life, of course. I mean, that is a, clearly a classic Christmas movie that's just delightful to watch. And uh, it's it's always very affirming because it reminds us that, yeah, we, our lives do matter because we touch so many other people in ways that we don't really know. And, um, and so that's a classic one for sure.
0: Yeah. There's so many out there. And, uh and I'm sure people out there listening right now, like they have their standard go-to Christmas movie. Uh, of course, uh, some of the classics immediately come to mind. Miracle on 34th Street. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that was a, a very good one. An oldie, but a goodie. Uh and, and then some of the contemporary ones aren't bad either. Like people love Elf and Buddy the Elf and um, you know, just the contagious nature of his joy and the innocence in his belief, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just, there. there's so much I think that can be gained or gleaned from it. I often find that for my Christmas homily, for better or worse, maybe some people would critique me on this, um, maybe, yeah, for for whatever reason, but uh, I often will preach on a Christmas movie for, for my Christmas homily. Like last year, there was this phenomenal film um it it was about Henry Wadsworth Longfellow um I heard the bells on Christmas day or I heard the bells it was from sound insight theater they made it during the covid pandemic when their theater wasn't open I I I pre-screened it I interviewed some talent for it I, I just thought it was phenomenal like I couldn't sing that movie's praise enough and uh so I, I preached on bells and and kind of hearing the ballad, reflecting on that poem of Longfellow and and his story. Um this year, you know, kind of as a spoiler alert, I, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna preach on um a Christmas carol and just kind of the idea of Christmas past, present, and future, and kind of our different versions of being a Christian and how. Today we should be different than yesterday, and so that's yeah. what my homily will be. So, so I'm guilty of often using these movies uh, for for my homilies.
1: I love that. That's great. I certainly love the Christmas Carol. It's a great, great story, and uh, lots to be learned from from that about ourselves and and uh, the the possibility of change and rediscovering the beauty of life and service and love um, in the in the Christmas setting. You know. So that's a that's a wonderful one. I think I like the idea of preaching on that. I think that's a that's a something I'll have to think about. So there's a good good movie that I can hang on to as I uh, sh- share the good news of the birth of Jesus come Christmas.
0: Yeah. Now you live uh, down in the Archdiocese of Atlanta, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, a lot of Christmas movies might be shot in Georgia. Is that right? Have you been to the scene of a Christmas movie as it's being filmed? I have not. There. Definitely,
1: several have been filmed in various areas around me. Um, I live near Covington; that's a big filming area. Um, There's lots of different places. I have heard of many movies who have been filmed, and um, but I've never actually been to the set for any of those. Maybe one day. I'm hoping one day I'll be able to to do that.
0: Well, that's great. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. I've not been. I don't think I've been to the set of a a movie actually being filmed. Like I've done a documentary, but that's so different than. Than uh, doing uh, action films and having sets and whatnot, so so yeah, I hope maybe you'll get that experience. And I bet in your ongoing relationship with Great American Family, that uh, I I'm willing to bet it'll happen. So I hope so. I I I was an extra in one movie
1: that uh, it wasn't a Christmas movie though, but it was kind of a romantic comedy kind of a thing, and that was filmed out in Colorado, oh, and really? uh, so I had a really good time with that one. But that's that's the only time I've ever been on a on a set. But the Christmas movies, I have not. But I'm hoping to. You never know. You
0: never know what will happen. So so right now we're talking about Christmas movies. But your relationship with Great American Family Channel extends beyond their Christmas genre and to all their other films as well?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, they do, of course, you know, Christmas is their biggest time. They do all the Christmas, 24-hour Christmas movies. But they do have seasonal movies at other times of the year. Absolutely. And um, and so, like you know, after the first of the year, they'll have their winter season and they'll have winter movies. Now, this year, of course, the we have the actors strike, and that's really affected a lot of filming. So I don't know what um, how that's going to affect the movies that come out after the first of the year. There may be a little bit of lag as we catch up. I'm not sure how how they're they're dealing with that. But um, but certainly, yeah, every season they'll have their own movies. And um, you know, after the winter, there'll be the spring, and then the fall, and all that summer time, and the fall so so yes it definitely goes beyond just the Christmas movies
0: well that's great that's great well I'm very appreciative of our conversation today to just talk about Christmas movies so that I don't feel as bad watching them I guess <laughs> you know uh when I take the criticism from friends or coworkers or whatever So, uh, yeah, this has been delightful. Uh, You tweet out content, and I think you have two different Twitter accounts. You have an Instagram. If people want to see what you're saying or what you're commenting about some of these Christmas movies, how might they find you? Yeah,
1: so um, I'm Father Randy Maddox, M-A-T-T-O-X, on Instagram. And um, let's see, it's it's Father F-R-M-A-T-T-O-X on Twitter. And also, We Need Family TV. Uh, on twitter as well so those two accounts or i guess it's x these days right yeah so,
0: yeah <laughs> well that's great uh i've given you a follow i appreciate your content i love uh you know you tweeting about certain movies makes me go to philo and say save so that oh, i might watch it later so so you have influenced my uh movie watching that's oh, great oh awesome
1: that's great that's awesome yeah well, well i sure have enjoyed my time with you too father but this has really been nice and and yeah i don't know i have a lot of friends who are into watching these the Christmas movies either. So it's nice to have a a compadre who has the same uh, level of appreciation for them. So I thank you for that.
0: Yeah, wonderful. Well, thanks so much. And uh, I'll keep following you and uh, look forward to your recommendations going forward. Thanks so much, Father Randy Maddox, for joining me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. God bless you.